I'm going to dive right into it with my favorite part of the show, our best segment, the Ole Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. And this week, we've got a really, really good one. This was actually a kid that we considered earlier in the winter sports season when he put up 35 points on my Montesano Bulldogs in a win. But Raymond Boys Basketball's Trey Seidel with a 27-point performance in a win over on Alaska on Wednesday of last week eclipsed the 1,000-point mark for his high school basketball career. Very, very impressive. Excellent job by Trey Seidel. He is just the 10th player in Raymond Boys basketball history to eclipse that mark. And let me tell you, this kid is a certified bucket getter. I don't know if a certified bucket getter is actually a thing. If you can apply for an actual certificate and who you would apply for it with, but if so, Trey Seidel... He should, he should apply for one of these certifications for being a bucket getter because he gets them. 27 points in that game against On Alaska. Earlier in the week, he had also scored 27 points in a win against North Beach. And if you go to Raymond Athletics' Twitter page, not too hard to find. You can find it if you need it. And you go back and you look through the results and you're looking at Trey Seidel's points. I don't know what his points per game is, but... There's a lot of 27, 29, 27, 33. There's a lot of that in there. This guy goes out and he puts up points. As I mentioned earlier in the season, 35 in a game that I witnessed in person against my Montesano Bulldogs. And I can tell you from watching him play in that game, Trey Seidel is not just a shooter. He goes out there, scores at all levels. He's strong. He drives to the basket. He can work in the mid-range. He can work from the outside. The kid goes out, and he just puts the round thing into the other round thing. So Trey Seidel of Raymond Boys Basketball, congratulations because you are this week's Ole Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Now, I'm going to have to take a quick commercial break here. But on the other side of that break, I'm going to talk some Seahawks. I'm going to talk some Russell Wilson. What is the future of the Seahawks going to be? I'm not so sure, but I'll discuss it right after this. The team of realtors at Ole Penn Real Estate wish you and your family good health during this stay home, stay safe time. Their team has health and safety measures in place to protect you and everyone involved in the process. If you're thinking about selling your home, now is a great time. There are more buyers than available homes. Many homes are still receiving multiple offers and are selling for above asking price. OliPen Real Estate will help you put the most money possible in your pocket, in less time, without the hassle. Visit SellMyHarborHome.com to get your home market ready. The OliPen team is ready to work for you. Before we get back to your regularly scheduled programming, enjoy this clip from a previous episode of The Scrimmage. Now, before we move on to Stump Daniel, I think we should address the way the show opened. (laughs) We're going to let people behind the curtain for a minute because what happened was we're getting ready to record the show and Daniel sits down and he goes, all right, guys, let's do this quick. I got to poop. And we were like, well, this might take a couple of hours. Do you just want to go poop now? And he said, no, because I don't have my phone. And just to let people behind the curtain, like I just said, Andrew got a weird notification on his phone. That's my camera. Well, Daniel's phone is Daniel's camera, 
and he didn't want to unhook it because Andrew had gone all, gone through this whole process to set it up. Yeah. But instead of just going to poop before we recorded without his phone, no. Daniel has opted to hold it. Yes. The entire time we record this podcast, <laughs> so he can have his phone back to go to the bathroom. In case you didn't hear that in the background, that was my wife waiting for me to click the record button so she could shout, remember the Alamo from the other room. I really hope the program picked that up because I actually think it's kind of funny. And it helps us get back into the show. I'm Justin Domashevitz, and full disclosure, I did introduce myself at the beginning of the show, but because I don't have a producer, because Andrew's not around, and I'm producing this myself, I goofed it up, and I had to cut that part out. So thank you for listening to the scrimmage. I'm Justin Domashevitz. Daniel Hargrove is out sick this week, and our untrustworthy producer, I guess, Andrew Gross, is off gallivanting around somewhere. Can you be a trusty producer if you're off gallivanting around? instead of producing a podcast i don't know all i know is andrew doesn't care about our listeners as much as i do because i'm here right now recording this show for you we're gonna get into what i guess is gonna be called stump daniel but there's no daniel this week so i'm just gonna do a little trivia so first off and this is brought to you by the law office of jeffrey a Domashevitz, by the way first off i'm gonna throw a question out there and I want you to think about it. And while you're thinking about it, I'm going to give you another piece of trivia that I think is interesting. And hopefully by the time I come back to the answer of the question, you will have figured out what the answer to that question is. And this relates to games. Oh, if you heard that notification, it's my computer telling me my battery is low. Again, no producer. Which NFL coach has the best record against the Patriots during the Bill Belichick area. Now, like I said, it pertains to games that happened this week, so that should make it pretty easy for you. And I'm going to give you a little piece of trivia that happened today that I think is interesting. Uh, most people probably know, if you follow NBA basketball at all, that today was Clay Thompson Day. It's Sunday. Um, it's the day Clay Thompson came back after missing basically two full years with injuries. Clay Thompson, the shooting guard for the Golden State Warriors. There's a local tie because he did play his college ball at Washington State um, for the Cougars. Clay Thompson made history today in his return with two three-point field goals and became the second fastest player in NBA history to 1.8, that can't be right, 1.8 thousand career threes. Oh my goodness, that's insane. Clay Thompson reached that milestone in 615 games and the only person who's done it faster is his own teammate, Steph Curry. Now I'm going to dodge back over to dodge. I'm going to dodge back over. I'm going to dive back over. Dodge my dip. Dodge, duck, dive, dodge. I'm going to move back over to the question that I originally asked you. And I gave you a huge hint because it pertains to games that happened this week. Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores improved to four and two in his career against Bill Belichick. So including playoffs, he has the best record of any coach against the Belichick area Patriots. Belichick era Patriots. Era, area. Boy, I am struggling without a producer here. 
But that is Stump Daniel, brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. And we do have a little bit more to talk about. I've got poll results that are relating to Russell Wilson. But before we do that, I want to play another clip from a previous episode of The Scrimmage. What did we do before we had cell phones? I think this is... I'm I'll tell you what I did. Go ahead. I, I read co- the the newspaper comics. Okay. That's what I... Did so you I, poop once a week? Like th- Sunday Sunday funnies? No, there's funnies every day. It's just not as many. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's funnies every day. So I would bring like... <laughs> Justin, didn't you write for the paper? <laughs> yeah. I wrote... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. I should have known that. I should have known that. I apologize. Yeah. yeah, so Sunday funnies were a big thing. We also... We used to buy my dad Dilbert like comic books. Yeah. And we generally would stash those oh, in the bathroom. Oh, those were back in the days when people used to read books. Yeah. I remember now because <laughs> before up to this point, I was going, what did I used to do? When I while I pooped Andrew, before I had a phone, <laughs> and then I was like, snorted. "Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I did used to read books. I forgot books existed." <laughs> I really hope that you guys are enjoying these rejoins as much as I am. These are from pretty old episodes, definitely a couple years ago, and it's fun to look back and remember some of the things that we laughed about and we joked about together and that's really fun again this is the scrimmage i'm justin Domashevitz. no daniel hargrove or andrew gross this week and i think probably the thing that's most pertinent to us and i really wish i could discuss with daniel and andrew i'm sure we will at a later date talk about these things is the seahawks had a big win i mean i guess it's a big win they finished the season seven and ten they beat arizona and this was an arizona team that actually had something on the line and played to win the game. And Seattle came out with a win. A pretty impressive performance from Russell Wilson, which led me to the question that's kind of been hanging over all of our heads without an answer. What's going to happen next season? What's going to happen this offseason? I don't want to dive into this too much without... Daniel and Andrew here with me because sometimes, you know, I get emotional and they can help balance me out. And I love Russ. But I, the first question that came to my mind is, as we're going through all of this, is Russell Wilson in his prime? We know that he is a great quarterback. He is an elite quarterback, or at least he has been an elite quarterback. So I took to Twitter. And if you want to go vote On our Twitter polls at the scrimmage, I'm going to leave, I put three polls up today, I'm going to leave them up all week so that we can revisit these things next week when hopefully we have a show with all three of us together. Is Russell Wilson still in his prime? It's early voting, it's only a couple of hours in, but right now 57% of respondents said no, Russell Wilson is not in his prime. And I get it, after watching this season seeing the team go 7-10, and and seeing Russ really seem to struggle at times, how you could look at it and say, Russ is not in his prime. I would like to remind everybody that this guy, even with missing a few games, still passed for over 3,000 yards. He threw 25 touchdowns with only six interceptions, and he completed roughly 65% of his passes throughout the season, which is right in line with his career average. It's not his best. Last season was his best at 68.8, and it is also down from the year before that. So he has had 
better seasons in recent history with completion percentage. The touchdown to interception ratio is actually on the good side. It's it's pretty good compared to what he's had sometimes in the past. I mean, he threw 13 picks last year. He's thrown 11 picks a couple times previously. He only threw, threw six picks this season. So I think if you look at it, if you can take into consideration the fact that when he came back from his injury, he had two games that were very bad. And I'll confirm this real quick here, but I believe he actually threw no picks or no touchdowns and two picks in those games. Yeah, there was a loss to Green Bay in his first game back when he had no touchdowns and two picks, and then a loss to Arizona where he had no touchdowns and no picks. So if you were to take that, if you look at those two and say, okay, he wasn't himself, he rushed back, and you look at what he did the rest of the season, 25 touchdowns and four interceptions. That's with missing three games out of the season. The tail end of his prime, yes, but try to shake those images out of your mind where you watched him in those first couple games when he came back and he just didn't look right. Again, we'll revisit this conversation with Daniel and Andrew, and maybe they'll come up with a different opinion, but that's my first thought. The next question I put up was, will Russell Wilson play for the Seattle Seahawks next season? Now, I've been on record as saying, I think he's going to go. I felt like when the season was taking a downward turn, when he was taking a lot of sacks, and when defensive pressure actually led to an injury that was more severe than any that he's had so far in his professional career that actually forced him to miss games, I felt like at that point, Russ is probably going to go. 67% of people who responded to our poll did not agree with me. They think Russell Wilson will play for the Seattle Seahawks next season. I believe I'll get an opinion from Daniel and or Andrew that echoes that. They think he will be back most likely. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I think there's a better than 50% chance that Russ will be gone. The final poll question that I put up, because I've seen so much social media commenting where people are like, no, let Russ go. He wants to go to other teams. He's not good anymore, blah, blah, blah. From a bunch of people who really just forget how hard it is to find a top-level quarterback. So the next poll question I put up was, do you want Russell Wilson to be the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks next season? 80% of people responded positively that, yes, they do want Russell Wilson to be the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks next season. So with that note... I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back in just a minute. Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. Cam Chancellor had a ton of freedom, and that's what enabled him to absolutely destroy receivers across the middle. And, gosh, God. it worked. Yeah, it did. Uh, so I think, 
I think that we are going to see Jamal Adams in that same position, in that same scheme, but I don't think that it will look the exact same. I think you're right. And especially the reason why I'm Just, so proud of myself. Justin's trying to cowboy <laughs> another sorry, segment no, just by uh. making faces at the camera. That was me making faces at Andrew to mess him up while he was talking. And guess what? It worked. And then not only did I do it and mess up that part of the show, but then I couldn't stop laughing and continuously throughout the rest of that show congratulated myself for messing Andrew up. I'm beginning to think that maybe I'm a little disruptive. Angel, am I disruptive? She said no. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I apologize for the shortness of this episode, but uh, I'm going to call it. I think I've talked about everything that I can successfully talk about on my own. I wish everyone knew the technological difficulties I had getting to this point, but just know I care about the listeners. Andrew does not because I did this all on my own. So for my absentee untrustworthy, untrustworthy producer, Andrew Gross, and my absentee co-host, Daniel the Sicky Hargrove. I am Justin Domashevitz. You've been listening to The Scrimmage. And hang on for one more minute, because I have one final clip to send you out the door with from a previous episode of The Scrimmage. I feel like I've expended two, sh- two shows worth of emotions, like two weeks worth of emotion into this show. <laughs> I can't. I just can't highs anymore, and lows guys. for me. You know, I've had highs and lows. <laughs> Because we were talking about the Blazers, and I was super high, but then low, because then just talking about how emotionally exhausted they are, and then super high talking about Jace, and then just super low talking, talking about, about that Jace. game. I fell apart at a certain point in this And end. you just lost you your... I fell apart. You we lost it. I we did. Probably you were you. making faces into the camera for the last half of the show. <laughs> Did I have a single positive contribution after that? I don't think I did.